Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. We're looking, I think, as a community to try to find some resolution, some some bridge building going on uh, to try to rectify and assuage the concerns of the conflict that has uh, reared its head uh, since the, the Pride celebrations, of course, and the incident that happened at Gage Park. And, and let's be clear about this. What happened at Gage Park did not start the the acrimonious relationship that seems to exist, but it did expose it. And it's on the front burner, and I think we need to talk about this. And there have been attempts by some to do that. Uh, others, uh, not so much, uh, until they feel that uh, certain other uh, things have to be addressed and talked about. Uh, I, I don't know where we're going to go on this necessarily, but uh, the longer this thing goes on, the, 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 the more it festers, and that's not good for anybody involved and certainly not for the community at large. Uh, in some of the newest developments, of course, on Friday, the mayor did go ahead with his meeting with his uh, two LGBTQ uh, individuals that uh, he wanted as advisors and, and consultants on this whole situation. Uh, we're told that many other people uh, from that community who were invited declined that invitation. We don't even know who was at the meeting, frankly. But we also know the two councillors met with Hamilton Chief of Police Eric Gert last week. Uh, and those two councillors uh, are now calling for an independent review into the police response at Pride. And uh, the mayor has apologized. So the, uh, there's a number of things to talk about. And uh, at some point, we have to have a discussion about what we're going to do going forward on this, too. Uh, Larry Deany is a guy who's been there, done that, uh, as a former mayor of the city of Hamilton. He's also, of course, a member of the Police Services Board uh, for many years. And uh, he joins us to give his perspective on this. Good morning, Larry. How are you today? Good morning, Bill. I'm fine. Good. Let me let me ask you maybe just as a, a beginning here as an overview. Uh, the developments we've seen over the last four or five days, the mayor's attempt at meeting to bring people together, uh, the two councillors' initiative here for an independent review. Are, are we going down the right road here? Well, of course, I don't know all the details, and I certainly wasn't at the meeting. I'm glad it happened, the meeting uh, uh, with the uh, community or some members of the community and the mayor and the police, <clears throat> and also I wasn't at the meeting that the two councillors had with the police chief and uh, and the mayor as well. So I, I can only glean from uh, what I read in the paper, uh, try to understand what's written between the lines as well, and and go back to my own experience in terms of how these things evolve. And I can only say that it's a step in the right direction. When people are talk talking, uh, it's always positive. It's got to be. Uh, you know, you sit people down and uh, get them to try to understand, uh, you know, the other perspective, if there are different perspectives, and uh, and uh, the attempts at trying to make things better. It's always got to be positive. So I think these were initial steps, and, and, and uh, I'm hoping positive steps leading to some concrete uh, actions and solutions. I want to get into the the reaction and maybe the responsibilities of the Police Services Board in just a couple of minutes, because you can obviously, as I say, go back to your experiences on this as well. Uh, but uh, And by the way, I should just mention as an aside, we've reached out to a number of different people that uh, that we think uh, have some involvement in this, and it's uh, very difficult to get anybody to go on the record here. And that may well be because it seems that any time, and, and you've experienced this, Larry, any time anybody goes on the record on this, no matter w- what issue that it is or what side they take, uh, there is instant vilification from the other side on social media. Uh, no, so th- yeah, absolutely. I mean, and I find that ironic because... I started this whole thing by, by pleading for dialogue when people were refusing to speak uh, or to participate in meetings. And I, and I simply made the, the simple statement that, you know, dialogue is better, engagement is better than non-engagement. And then people started attributing all kinds of things um, on me for making that simple plea and request. 
And and that's the irony, <clears throat> that people want to sort of, um, you know, uh, voice their displeasure and pain, and there is some, and, and legitimately so, but not sit down with those that might be allies in trying to deal with these things. And to me, that's very frustrating. It's got to be frustrating for the mayor and, and, and the police chief and anybody who wants to try to get a handle on what to do to move this agenda forward. And I just can't understand the logic of, 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 that, um, of that strategy um, other than to, to, to maybe suggest and try to understand that there is great pain and, and distrust and people aren't willing to sit down with people that they distrust. But, but Bill, we know from experience that, you know, if you're going to resolve problems, you, you can't do it among friends. You've you got to meet with those that you disagree with and be very frank and blunt and professional and civil and all of that stuff, but but frank and pointing out the, the, the shortcomings and, and then charting a course towards making it better. And that's what's unfortunate with people not even willing to come and, and speak for fear that they're going to be lambasted, uh, says something about, you know, this, this, these solitudes that we've, been, that we've created or, or have existed and are now being exposed. So, so let's let's talk a little about police services board then and their role. And 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 again, I, I think some people in the community, and I'm going again by a number of the comments I've seen on social media. Uh, some have been extreme. I think, as I mentioned in my commentary at eight ten this morning, uh, in the last couple of days, I, I mean, I've heard calls for the mayor to resign, for the police chief to be fired. Uh, that's not going to happen. I mean, and and that kind of that kind of uh, dialogue at this stage is not helpful in any stretch of the imagination. And uh, we've we've got to get on the same page, even if we're going to you know have some uncomfortable moments. That dialogue has to take place. Uh, and it looks as if uh, the next major event that may in fact be an opportunity for that to happen is going to be next week at the police services board meeting. Not, not this coming Thursday, but the Thursday after that. Uh, talk to us about the role that the PSB would play in a situation like this, Larry. I mean, well, a number of citizen members and some elected members are on that board. Yes, and, and that's a, an important question because one has to understand, and I've spoken to some some people on, on both sides of this divide because of my, uh, you know, simple comments on social media. Um, and um, and uh, people need to understand several things about the police, first of all. That the police's job is to maintain the peace and intervene if they see evidence of law-breaking and then uh, through the courts bring, uh, you know, whoever has broken the law to justice. And so the police have been criticized for arresting, you know, three on one side and only one on the other side and, and for not being quick enough to respond to, to the problems at Cage Park, uh, even though, and I find this a little bit ironic, they weren't invited to be there uh, and, and show their colors and, and so on. So, I mean, that needs to, to, you know, the facts need to be laid out very clearly on, on why that happened, how that happened, and what the police uh, presence there did or did not do, because there's some confusion around that right now. But the police are not a private security firm. They're not there to, to side with one side or the other. They're there to maintain the peace. And we saw examples of that. I mean, if you look at today's newspaper, the Hamilton Spectator, it shows at City Hall Forecourt, again on Saturday, apparently uh, two sides were there. Now, there weren't any major incidents, but the police actually erected physical barriers to keep one side on one side and the other side on the other side um, to keep them away from, from physically being near each other that might increase the risk of, of some violence or 
inappropriate behavior. So that's their role. Their role isn't to say, you know, you guys are good and you guys are bad, uh, even though they might have some private opinions. And I certainly do. And, and I don't side with the fascists. I don't side with the yellow vesters. I side with the our LGBTQ plus community in terms of their wanting to be integrated in a peaceful manner, accepted uh, in a peaceful manner, and celebrate their own identity in a peaceful manner, like anybody else would want to do. I side with them. And I'm sure that the police, in terms of, you know, if they had to draw some moral equivalency, would side with that as well. But their role, essentially, is to maintain the peace and then deal with those who break the law. And that's why the, uh, the vandals, uh, the, the uh, <clears throat> anarchists, who also, I'm assuming, were on the side of the, of the gay, uh, the, the queer community, uh, they were arrested because of some uh, law-breaking that was perceived to have been done, and now some of them are going through the courts on that. So the police's role is exactly that, is to maintain all order and peace and deal with law-breaking if they see it occur. The police services board is not a, uh, a hands-on operational board, as we know. It's a policy board. It's a governance board. And it's, its job is to provide oversight to, to, to the police, the police chief specifically, but through him, you know, the senior command and, and the, activity that, uh, the activities that they overtake, undertake, rather. And their job is to provide resources, so they deal with budget issues and some policies as well. But they don't get involved in operating the police service and saying, you know, do this and do that. They ask questions about trends and what the police chief is doing and explain to the community through us what your intentions are with opioids or, um, you know, major crime or whatever it happens to be. And I'm sure that questions will be asked about what happened during the Gage Park Pride Day. As, as there and, should be. And, and, as and there should be. Because Absolutely. of the impact it's had on community. Absolutely. It, 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 and, and I'm glad to hear that some councils like Council Jackson and the mayor is open uh, to, uh, to uh, you know, a further scrutiny of, of what happened, all with the intention of not necessarily recrimination unless, you know, somebody was not doing their job, but in terms of making sure that we always do better. And that should provide some comfort and solace to, uh, to uh, the queer community that feels besieged right now and not supported. And I understand those feelings. I've spoken to some of the members of that community, and, and I understand that there is real angst about that, um, but more the reason why they should be engaging and participating rather than disengaging and refusing to go to meetings, I think. Well, there's a couple of things that we need to uh, clarify here, too, because I think there is, there's some blurriness that's happening here with some people's response and some of the suggestions. Uh, first and foremost, city council has no oversight over the police, uh, and uh, and that's that's for a very good reason. As I mentioned again in the commentary, uh, it's it's a provincial statute, and the reason why is because they don't want political influence over police decisions, uh, because the possibilities of, of running rampant on that and abusing that power uh, could be terrible for any community by any city council. So they just say, no, you can't do that. Uh, they get a say on the budget, but that's about it. 
So, you know, the, su- the suggestion that these guys can initiate an investigation is, is not a non-starter. The police services board are the ones that are going to ask the questions, and they're the ones that can make some determinations that, hey, I think we got a problem here. And then there's a number of different things that they can do here. But this puts a, an, immense, an immense amount of pressure on the police services board right now. Uh, not necessarily they solve this, but I think to, to, Kimmy, to, to you know, I wade through the chafe here and get right to the heart of the matter here. And I, I, I think there's a little bit too much going on in the side issues here right now, and we're losing focus on what needs to be done, and that's, that's to get some answers and then starting to move forward. Yeah, I agree with you. I think your commentary was bang on, uh, quite frankly. And we saw at the provincial level when the premier tried to install his um, uh, family friend as the head of the OPP, what the reaction was there. And and politicians meddling in law enforcement leads to all kinds of uh, problems uh, in terms of the operational side of that. And and that's why we have a police services board with uh, some members of council on the board, but some uh, provincially appointed uh, citizen members on that board as well. And when the police chief for the city of Hamilton is hired, it's not the city that hires, it's the police services board that does the hiring as well, so that there's an arm's length relationship to the political process, quite frankly. And that, I think, is is healthy and good. So, you know, I've read, uh, you know, about Councillor Nan and Councillor Wilson's uh, um, more questions to be asked. Uh, uh, Now, I haven't read, and maybe they have voiced, and uh, I haven't checked their own websites as to what questions those are. Uh, You would think that if they have questions that were not answered at the uh, at the meeting that they had, the private meeting they had with the police chief and the mayor, that they would uh, um, um, indicate what those questions might be so that we get some sense of what was left unanswered. Uh, but right now, those two members are not of council, are not members of the police services board, and so their questions would have to be taken up by members of the police services board. I'm hoping that they are. And Councillor Jackson again indicated that he's going to ask all the appropriate questions. Uh, probably there will be other members of uh, the board that will do the same thing. And then it'll be up to the board to decide, based on the answers that they hear, what they would like to see done with all of that information. But, you know, politics aside, and some of this is politics, and listen, I've been there and I've participated in it uh, as well on, on, on different issues, and people try to stake out their, you know, political positions uh, for whatever the, the reasons there are. But all of that aside, and that's the reality of life, really, we've got right now a community that feel a community, uh, the and, and the, let me call it the queer community, LGBTQ plus community, that feels somehow besieged and not supported. And that's not healthy for the larger community. Even if you're not a member of that particular group, you are a member of a community that includes that group. And if we want a healthy community, everybody needs to be that's law-abiding. And, and, and I'm excluding the vandals and the anarchists and the yellow vesters and the fascists from this because I don't think they intend, from what I've read, I don't think that they intend good things uh, as outcomes to the community other than maybe chaos um, uh, and destruction for their own agendas. But most of us, most of us, the 99.999% of us Hamiltonians want to see a healthy, supportive, inclusive, tolerant, accepting, loving community. And I don't want to be Pollyannish about this, but that's the only way we make progress. If we all kind of have good 
outcomes in mind and not chaos. Former Hamilton Mayor and uh, former Police Board uh, member as well, uh, Larry DeAnne. Larry, always great to get your insight. Thanks for this today. Thank you, Bill. Uh, we'll uh, do a break. And, and it's, it's so important to have this going on. And I, I don't know what's going to happen between now and, that, and the Police Services Board meeting. Uh, and, and it might get a little heated during that meeting. I, I understand that because some of the questions that may be asked may be uncomfortable. And some of the answers that they receive uh, may, may not be what they want to hear. But unless we lay stuff up on the table and, and be candid about this, we're never going to make any progress on this. So uh, here's hoping that the Police Services Board understands the gravity of the situation and approaches it accordingly. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.